all the shoulds and the supposed tos and the guilt if we don't do something quick enough. You know, we want that instant gratification. But I would say finding that gratitude, it's right there. It's it's right around you. Just the little things in your world can be the big things. So pay attention to those and appreciate them. And then you'll notice that the more you focus on it, the more you bring your awareness to what you are grateful for. Hi, welcome to Blissfully Bloom. I'm Victoria LeBlanc, your host, and this podcast was created to empower women to love themselves unconditionally, transform their mindsets, and discover their own inner bliss. On this week's episode, we dive into mindfulness and gratitude. When I first started being more grateful and being more mindful, I noticed a lot of changes happening. Because I was shifting my inner world, I was also shifting my outer world. I began to have a more positive outlook on life. I started seeing more abundance. I started noticing things I didn't notice before. I would feel more appreciative of the things that I already have instead of focusing on lack, instead of focusing on what I don't have, right? And it really did help bring more positivity and more more loving vibes to my surrounding, to my environment and and the space that I take up. And when you are mindful, when you are grateful, you begin to transform your relationships. People will start to notice that you just light up the room and even just hanging out with friends. When you practice mindfulness, you might even start pointing out things that you wouldn't have normally before and saying, oh, look, look at the, look at that cloud shape over there. It's so cute. It's like a little bitty dainty cloud. You'll begin to see the beauty of our world, appreciate it, and, and really enjoy life. In this week's episode, I invite a guest to speak all about mindfulness and having an attitude of gratitude. Her name is Kate McCauley. She is the founder and CEO of Danu LLC. With 20 years of experience in education, Kate can guide you on your journey with love and a keeping it real mentality. Kate studied kinesiology at Pennsylvania State University, received a master's in education from Temple University, and is a certified health coach through the Dr. Sears Wellness Institute. Her company, Danu, is a nationally certified company through the Women's Business Enterprise National Council. Now, you can go and find Kate on her Instagram. It's health underscore coach underscore Danu. And Danu is spelled D-A-N-U. I really enjoyed our conversation. I loved her energy and her presence here throughout our discussion. And she really does share many practical tools to help guide you towards being mindful, being grateful, right? Because it's not enough to just hear our conversation today and walk away 
and feel inspired, right? But not do anything. So she really gives you some tools today to help you actually implement these life-changing tools and life-changing modalities into your life so that you can start seeing life in a positive outlook and a positive direction. All right, so before we begin, I want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor. Hi, welcome back to Blissfully Bloom. I want to welcome with, with me here today, Kate. Welcome, Kate. Hi, thank you for inviting me today. Well, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. And my first question that I ask all of my guests is, what is one powerful lesson you have learned that has changed your life? I love this question. And I think probably for me is that jumping in before I am ready. Sometimes the universe has pushed me there and I was afraid, but it's definitely a lesson that I have learned to embrace that just jump in, whatever is meant to be will be. And, you know, sometimes it gets messy in the middle, but you just got to jump in and go for it. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I mean, if I waited until I was ready to start my coaching business, it would probably be 15, 20 years, maybe, maybe never, you know, exactly. and then your dreams just stay that dreams. So, and you're only going to feel more confident actually doing the things that that scare you most and then those scary feelings will eventually subside so i love i love absolutely that. i couldn't agree with you more and the more you do it the more you focus it on it will become your reality and it's pretty awesome when you get on the other side of it so anybody who's listening in your group right now if you're thinking about something a lot but you're feeling a little bit afraid just jump in you you think you're not ready but you probably are because it's on your mind so go for it so today we are speaking all about mindfulness and gratitude. So first we're going to dive into gratitude first to kind of separate them out. What does gratitude feel like in the body? Like what kind of sensations mm -hmm. and, and what does it mean to be truly grateful? So I would say within your body, you feel a sense of contentment and calm and ease there is a genuine happiness and appreciation. So for me, when I focus on gratitude, and there's a lot of different ways I can share as we chat, some ways to focus on gratitude. But when I use those different techniques and be mindful about cultivating that attitude of gratitude, I literally can feel my body calming down. I almost can feel the stress leaving me, even if it's for just a couple minutes. It doesn't get rid of all of the issues you may be dealing with or stress that you have. However, it's just some quick moments where you can just be present and be thankful and feel yourself calm down. You know, your blood pressure can get lower. You just feel this sense of like total relaxation that is important because we are so busy and constantly on the go and doing all kinds of different things. So to be able to slow down and look at the little things and be grateful, it's a, it's a truly great feeling. It does take some work to get into that true level of expressing gratitude. It's not as tricky as people think, but it does take some time to cultivate that and create a new habit. I love that description you gave. And I can totally relate to that whenever I am in this 
gratitude space and feeling really, really grateful. It's like all of my worries, they are still there, as you said, but it's like I'm hyper-focused on, on just loving energy and loving awareness that mm-hmm. it almost, it's like a big shield around me, like protecting me almost in a sense. Absolutely. I love that. And when you're in that zone, you notice more things that you are grateful for. The more you practice gratitude, the more you have to be grateful for. And it's really just the little things, you know, like you said, if you're in that zone and you're taking a walk and you're focusing on the little details, you start to notice like, look at these flowers over here. Look at this, just the little things. And you really can deep dive into feeling that inner sense of, I am so grateful for this moment, these things around me. And it's, it's very powerful. Yes. Now, would you share what it's, or what it means to be truly grateful and and feel like a genuine, a genuine sense of gratitude? I would say for myself and anyone who I work with, I tell people, and I do it myself too, to focus on what is right there around you that you're not chasing this feeling of, I want to be grateful. I want to be happy that you are just taking in all of those little things around you. You know, when you go for a walk, pay attention to the sounds, the colors, the beauty of the day, even if it's maybe not considered a beautiful day, just outside in the rain, different things to be grateful of those little things and really just slow down, pay attention to it because it is surrounding you. But if you're not going to take the time to pay attention to it, you're going to miss it. So I think really doing that is easy and difficult. It's, you know, once you get in that routine, it becomes a habit, but it can be tough because we have so many things going through our brains, all the shoulds and the supposed tos and the guilt if we don't do something quick enough, you know, we want that instant gratification. But I would say finding that gratitude, it's right there. It's, it's right around you. Just the little things in your world can be the big things. So pay attention to those and appreciate them. And then you'll notice that the more you focus on it, the more you bring your awareness to what you are grateful for. As I said, more things will happen and then you will have a shift you will start to draw other people that are positive to you. You will start to see things that are positive. And, you know, you want to surround yourself with people like that because I know for me personally, I take on those feelings of other people. And sometimes I have to bring myself back to that gratitude focus because there is a lot of negativity that can flow your way if you don't. So... I think just focusing really on the little things around you. Yeah. And just even talking about it puts me in the state of gratitude. And I, and I start to look for those things, even just speaking with you today, I'm grateful for that. And then I see my little candle flickering out in the distance. I'm like, I'm grateful for my candle. Yeah. Just even the little bitty things. And, and I definitely, what you were saying about, about the shift in perspective. Yeah, that that's what it was. Mm-hmm. And how if you surround yourself with a lot of people who may complain a lot and tend to focus on the negative, that's what you may start to focus on as well. Absolutely. And 
if you are the light in that group, if you are the light in your social group, in your family group, that light will spread and and they will start to notice Mm -hmm. the little things and they will start to be grateful. So it may just start with you. You know, if you are hanging out with people who may be on the negative side, maybe inspire them and uplift them to start to focus on the more positive side of things too. You're so right. It it does have a ripple effect into all areas of your life and all of your relationships. And what you're saying is exactly what I have my clients do called the loop of positivity, where you're putting that out into the world, you know, being grateful, different ways to do it. And it's not immediate. You cannot expect that those people around you are ready to shift right away. But over time, they will start to say, well, you know, she seems a little bit different to me. She seems like she's genuinely happy. And, you know, I've had women personal and professionally approach me to work with me and say, I see you out doing things and you you keep it real. It's not all sunshine and rainbows, but you genuinely seem like you are happy. And really you can make that happen. You just have to be ready for that shift. So Definitely. The people that are around you, like you said, be that light, spread the positivity. You don't know who needs it. And that little bit of positivity can really change someone else's day and in turn affects you positively as well. Yes, absolutely. Now, I am wondering, how can an attitude of gratitude change lives and how has it changed your life? So an attitude of gratitude helps you to be mindful and slow down. Mindfulness is a big buzzword right now. Everyone wants to cultivate mindfulness and you can dive into this as far or as little as you want to. And gratitude is such an easy way to be mindful and it really does change your life. I'm going to give you just one quick example of how to do it and how it has changed my life. So every morning I have a gratitude journal that I write in. And it's very simple. It's three things that I jot down. It's the first three things that come to mind. Some days I am a little bit more on the deeper side where I'm really, you know, getting philosophical and thinking about it and maybe just looking at maybe my kids and how watching them grow and different things. And I'm just really thinking about when they were a baby and the journey here, you know, I'm writing it out on that one line. And then other days it's as simple as, sunshine or coffee. It's quick that comes into your mind and it has changed my life because I have been able to start my morning off in a positive way where prior to my gratitude journal, I like to think that I was a grateful person, but I don't think I was intentionally focusing on gratitude. So it has really changed my life that my day starts off positive. Your brain will be trained to act a certain way. You know, it is a habit that I have developed to write in that gratitude journal every morning. And my brain now, if you know, I forget to do it sometimes, I'll think, did I write? And I'll run up there and I have it right next to my bed, but (laughs) it is right there on my nightstand so that I can grab it and write in it. And it has really changed the way I show up in the world. I am a different woman when I have begun to focus on gratitude. And a lot of people, when you first tell them about it, think like, this is so woo woo. And you know, is this real? And then they start doing it. And they will say to me, Kate, are are you a witch doctor? What is happening here? How is this changing me? So it's such an easy way to cultivate gratitude. 
And I'm literally finding more things. You know, they'll tell me that they squeeze in different things in their book some days. And some days it's super short and sweet. So for me, that has literally changed the way I show up for my day. And I feel like throughout the rest of my day, I notice little things, big things that I am grateful for. So I hope anyone who's listening steals it. Start writing your three little things down each morning. Absolutely. And one word that comes to mind for me is abundance. Mm. Because when you start writing just three things down, that adds up and you start seeing all the blessings that you have in your life. And you can even look back at all the things you wrote wrote down and just feel so, so inspired to, to continue the practice of gratitude and and just notice just the little differences. They may be slight or big. And yeah, feel so grateful for how far you've come then, Mm -hmm. because it is going to really shift your outer view of the world. You're starting to change your inner view of the world and that reflects your outer view. And it's just such a beautiful thing to notice for sure. It really is. And you're right. It is a wonderful way to also look back When you have some extra time, you can look back in that gratitude journal, a quick flip through to random days, maybe when you first started the gratitude journal and see how far you have come and see some things that are on repeat that really are the core things that you focus on and that you are grateful for that keep coming up because it's okay to repeat things in the gratitude journal. And it's cool to go back and look and say, oh, look at this. You know, the sunshine is really something that makes me happy. Just, I'm so grateful for those days of sun. So I definitely think that you're right. It, it can be overflowing and it feels great to have all of those little things. And it helps you when the big things that are stressed will come up instead of getting yourself so overworked and overwhelmed that you're going to explode. You can flip it when you start to cultivate that attitude of gratitude and you will find the positive in the negative. It doesn't mean that that stressful situation or the negative is gone or, you know, it's okay, but you will find the positive there. For example, I had a major issue with our roof. It was leaking into my office. I work from home. This is, I need that space, but I wanted to redo the office. And initially there was some words that I was using as the water was flowing through. I will not saying it was, yay, the roof is leaking. But I then, after we dealt with it, said, you know what? We were going to work on this anyway and redo the office And as I was saying before, we weren't ready to do it. And now we're jumping in. So you can find ways to flip it and be grateful for things that, you know, maybe are like small to moderately stressful, not major, major things all the time, but definitely can flip the script. Yeah. Now, a question that I, that just popped up in my head is how can we still honor our feelings and feel gratitude? Well, there's a lot of different ways to do that. But one technique that I love, absolutely love, I share it with everyone I work with. I use it myself. Really, that example I just told you about the roof, you could use it. There's a technique called RAIN. And Tara Brock, who is very well known in the mindfulness world, 
created it. I like to give credit where credit is due. And I tweak it a little bit for myself and my clients. And it's really just the acronym of R-A-I-N that you work through. Mm -hmm. First R is recognize, you know, what's going on here. And allow is the A, letting yourself feel those emotions because feeling angry and upset and guilty aren't bad. You have Mm -hmm. to let yourself feel it as you were just saying. So allow it to happen. And it can be real quick. So then I stands for investigate. It's very important to do investigation with kindness. So it's almost Mm -hmm. like you're outside looking in. What is going on here? Am I feeling, why am I feeling anxious? Am I overwhelmed with my busy schedule today? Whatever it is in that investigation, you're like a outside person looking in, your best friend asking some questions. And then N stands for nurture. And really you just put your hand over your heart or tell yourself, I see you. I love you this too shall pass, whatever it is that works for you. And you can allow yourself to feel those emotions and be grateful for that too. You know, you have all these emotions and we sometimes try to push them down and that's Mm -hmm. a terrible decision. Don't do that anymore. If you are one of those people listening who does that, I used to do it all the time because I wanted to show up as Wonder Woman and be able to do everything and wear all the hats. Mm -hmm. And it was a bad idea. Because physically, it was coming out with an eye twitch. I was having headaches, different things when I was in a toxic work environment that when I didn't allow myself to feel those feelings, physically, it was manifesting. And I was making excuses. I'm tired. I had to defend why those things were happening because I didn't want to be wrong. My brain was like, this is what we do. So I would say use rain. So let yourself feel all of those emotions. Well, thank you for sharing that exercise. And that just did pop up in my head because I was thinking, oh, there may be some listeners who are thinking people preach positivity all the time. Is all the other emotions a bad thing? And they're not necessarily a bad thing at all. Right. There is no bad or good. It's kind of like the labels that we put on them and the meaning that we give them. But yeah, it definitely is important to still feel your whole range of emotions Mm -hmm. while also adding in that that gratitude at the end, as you said. So my next question is, what if someone has a habit of comparing their lives to others and Mm -hmm. feels that sense of lack within themselves? So when you say, what if someone has that? A lot of us have that. Let's just start with that. I'm pretty sure I would have to go back and look at my notes, but I would bet that at least 95% of the women who I have worked with feel that. And here's why, in my opinion, we see, like you just said, everyone is saying, you know, self-care, positivity, do all the things. And we are watching social media. And in many times we are not sharing all of the behind the scenes things and all of the stressors that led to that family photo or that, you know, beautiful wedding that you're showing up to. There was a lot of things that you didn't see. So it's very easy for us to compare. And we have all of these, like we said before, the shoulds and the supposed tos that we see on social media, or we're reading articles about, and we're always thinking I could be better. So what I would say is live in the moment, use mindfulness, and start to think about all of the things that you are doing well now. Every single time I talk with a woman, 
she starts saying, well, I'm not doing this, 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 and this. And then I stop her. I say, I, we can write goals for that. We can be very specific and we can get you where you want to go. But let's take a minute to think about what you are doing well. And sometimes I hear things in the conversation and I will point them out saying, you know, I hear that you're going for a walk every day with the kids and you think you're not doing any type of movement, but you are. I hear that you and your friends are meeting for brunch, you know, once a month. You are doing certain things that you're choosing not to focus on and you're comparing yourself to all these other people that you think have it together. And I have a secret to tell you, most of them don't. You know, we're worried about what our neighbor and like the girl on social media, what they're all posting and what are they going to think of me if I'm not doing this, that, or the other thing. And in reality, they have their own stuff going on and they're not as worried about you that you think they are. Probably they're thinking the same thing as you. You know, I'm comparing myself to, I wish I could be like her. So it's, it's crazy when we start to slow down and think, why am I comparing myself to whoever, whatever it is, and start focusing on all of the good things you are already doing? Because that is the foundation for making that shift to gratitude and mindfulness and living happier and healthier because it is unique. You don't necessarily, you may like something that somebody is posting or showing and think, I want that, but your version is and should be different because we're all in our unique journey. Thank goodness, because it would be so boring if everybody was cookie cutter and doing the same thing. So I would say, stop it, girl. Stop doing that comparing right away. I know it's hard. I do it too. And start looking at all the things you are doing. I could go on and on, by the way. <laughs> yeah. that, that is like, Oh, oh yeah, for sure. And with just social media nowadays, mm -hmm. I mean, it's so easy to fall into that trap and almost forget that we all are human because it's on an online world. It kind of takes that humanness away, that picture of perfection. And then we strive for this idea of perfection. And, and I love what you said about focusing on all the things that you are celebrating and, and, what have you achieved? And almost making a list out of that as well. Plus with doing the gratitude journaling or gratitude list will be really, really helpful. Absolutely. I, I'm, I'm ready to throw so many things at you right now. In addition to the gratitude journal, right underneath, you could do an achievement. Like you just said, and it could be a baby step that day. You know, you drank your water today, a baby step to your big goal, because like you had mentioned before, when you look back and you see all of those things you were grateful for and you look at your achievement, you've really done so many great things. So I think focusing on both of those things, gratitude and your achievement can help you and remind you that you're on the right path. You might've had a bump in the road here and there, but you got this, keep going. Yeah, it'll definitely help push you forward and, and motivate you to keep going. Even when you get those feelings where you feel a bit down, because if you are hyper-focusing on all the things that are going wrong or all the things that you don't have at this point in time, but everybody else does, it really does lower your vibration and keep you in a low point of focus, if you will. And then the universe will respond to that 
to your vibration. And ultimately, you're going to keep finding things to feel lack, a sense of lack and feeling like, oh, life should be better at this point. And, mm-hmm. and that word should, even that word should yep. is... Yep. <laughs> So right. That's exactly what will happen. And really, it is the universe and the vibrations that you put out into the world. And your brain is being trained. You know, they've done a ton of studies on the reticular activating system and how if you keep saying these things to yourself, that's what will happen. And you can do that in two different directions. You can keep focusing on, I can't find anyone to love me or, you know, I, I'm never going to make enough money or I can't, I won't, I shouldn't, but you could go the other direction as we were just saying and say, you know, I am lovable. I am open to finding love, things like that, because you're right. The universe will pick up on that energy. Your brain wants to be right. And when you've retrained that reticular activating system, it's powerful and you can make a huge transformation. And then everyone will say to you, the people who are paying attention, all of this people we were just talking about, you know, looking at what other people are doing, they will start to ask you, what is going on? You're a whole new woman. What's happening? And then you can say, well, I'm retraining my brain. You know? <laughs> Tell me your secret. I want yeah. in. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's important to note to, there's no like one quick fix of writing down a gratitude statement and then everything feeling better. It's a continuous practice. And if you stop the practice, your brain might retrain itself to go back to the original feelings that you were feeling before. So it's really important to keep it up with it. And Absolutely. It is definitely because it is easy to slip back into your old habits What I would recommend if someone's trying to put a new habit in is that they do something called habit stacking, where they stack it with something else that they already do. Maybe it's brushing your teeth or, you know, as soon as you wake up in the morning and you turn the alarm off, whatever you do every day, you can stack a habit so that it becomes a new habit. If you retreat back, you're right, because your brain is looking for those files and thinking, what is it that we do? And if that happens, one, be gentle with yourself. It's okay, but it is going to take some work again to build the habit that you're trying to create. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Can you explain the importance of actually embodying the feeling of gratitude and not just writing it out and skipping out on actually feeling that feeling? Sure. So I would say actually experiencing it, the biggest part is slow down. Just slow down with what you're doing because we're moving, as we said before, you're moving so fast and we're so busy, which can be a good thing in some situations. But if you would just slow down, you can see these things more clearly, pay attention to them, and you send out this vibe almost like welcoming it in. And this is in all kinds of things. You know, I'm on a walk in the morning and I see different neighbors, people I know, people I don't know, and just paying attention to them, smiling, saying hello and slowing down instead of rushing off to get to the next thing. It happened to me this morning. There was an older gentleman who I did not know. He lived close by, but was looping through my neighborhood. And I just looped the big circle here. And at first I thought, I always say hello and smile. And I thought, 
he looks like he wants to chat. So then I just said, I love your shirt because I really did. You know, I was noticing it and you're embodying those things and you're slowing yourself down. I, I was moving much faster than him. But I'm so glad that I slowed down because he started telling me some different things from his life that I was connected with in many ways. He grew up where my dad grew up, for example, and he knew different people who now have children living in our neighborhood. He knew their parents and previous owners. I have never seen this man in my life. And had I done what I normally would do a couple of years ago and not embodied that gratitude and just how you show up, I would have said, good morning. I would have smiled. I still would have been happy and polite, but I would have been on my way and I'm missing out on a lot of things. You know, I'm not slowing down and taking it in. And when I got home, one, I actually walked really fast after he went a different direction. We walked for a little while, probably five minutes together. And I realized, wow, I actually ended up walking longer now too. And I, cause I was just feeling good and I was really appreciative of this conversation. And I may never see him again. I hope I do actually, because it was a great connection and he had so much wisdom to share, but slowing down and being mindful and grateful for all of those things totally changed my morning. The gratitude journal is intentional. And I think you do need to do things intentionally. But like you said in the question, embodying it and showing up as that person who is open and to receiving and finding gratitude, it will come your way. It's funny because initially I did feel myself saying like, does he want to talk? You know, because some people might not want to. They're in the zone taking his morning walk. But he clearly, I picked up on his energy because I was focusing on it. He wanted to chat and I was, I was loving it too. So I think just be open and showing up as a person who is looking for, not that you're searching for the gratitude, but that you're aware and slowing down to experience it. That's such a great example of how you're able to find that, that sense of openness to be willing to take in a new relationship that you may have not, not taken on beforehand and, and a new connection. Because what I'm getting at is I feel like gratitude really opens up our heart chakras and Mm -hmm. then we're willing to receive and feel compassion towards others and, and ourselves as well. So it definitely is such a, such a great practice. It is. I would love for you to dive into mindfulness. So Mm -hmm. what is mindfulness and why is it so important? So to me, mindfulness is just being present in the moment. It is important because if you allow yourself to be in the moment, you are letting go of those regrets that you're holding on from the past. You're not worried about the future worry. You know, those things are there, but it is important to be in the moment because if not, you're going to miss it. You're going to miss all of those things that make that moment perfect. Enjoy eating breakfast, just being in the moment. Enjoy taking a walk. Enjoy being with your friends when you are out. Instead of thinking, I have so many other things I could be doing, the laundry will be there. You will get to whatever it else is on your to-do list that day. But it is so important because when you look back, 
I don't think, and I'm I'm just guessing here because I'm not as old as my beautiful grandmother who's in her, she's 97 actually. I don't think that if I ask someone who has lived that long life that they would go back and ever say, I wish I did more laundry or folded everything as soon as it came <laughs> out of the dryer. And it's all good and great to get those things done. And it feels like, yes, I'm checking off the list, but be in the moment instead of rushing to the next thing it's just, it's a game changer. And then you are genuinely content and you are happy and you are appreciative and it changes the way you show up. It affects the rest of your day. All of your relationships are better when you show up as your best self. So being mindful is just being present. There's a lot of ways to cultivate it. You can meditate, you can do gratitude, you can, there's so many different ways. We could have a long conversation of all the different mindfulness tools. I talk to people in my signature program about being a mindful eater, mindful communicator, mindful mover. Uh, There's so many different things that mindfulness can be a part of and can help create a life that you love and help you show up as the best version of yourself, even on the days that are tough. So I think that's what it is. Be present and, you know, just enjoy all those little things. Mm. Yes. And if you are in the present moment and, and being mindful, then you are fully living. Mm. Because our life is literally in this moment here and now we are living now. So, and It just reminds me too, I was at a little block party for the 4th of July while we were sitting and waiting. And my boyfriend is just, we are kind of like two complete opposites. Okay. He does not like waiting. He wants things to just be there. And especially when he doesn't know when the fireworks are going to come, we were just waiting for the fireworks to come. There was music. Right. I was just, I was just enjoying whoever was up there. Yeah. And at one point he was just laying on the ground because we didn't bring any We didn't really think it all through. We didn't bring chairs or anything. We just brought a little sweatshirt to sit on. I ended up just sitting and laying there. And I think it was the first time that I just watched the clouds, just really took them all in. I don't think I've ever allowed myself to do that and be in that mindfulness space in in a long time, I feel like. And it was just that really beautiful moment where I was really allowing myself to be curious, allowing that inner sense of play and wonder to come through. So, And I can see it and I can hear it in your voice that you truly enjoyed that moment. And when you do that and you reflect back on it, you're actually being mindful again. I did some coursework on mindfulness and different certifications. And that is one of the things that the instructor was really heavily promoting that, you know, snap a picture or remember it in your mind and replay it or journal it down so that you can go back. And as you were mindful in the moment, even talking about the sweatshirt, you were smiling and the clouds thinking about, you know, wow, I haven't done this in a long time. Your voice and, you know, just your facial expressions really showed that that impacted you. And that is what mindfulness is. You just totally described it. And it's as easy as we make it or as hard as we make it, it can be really hard. Like I have to look at the clouds now, but like, if you just let yourself be 
it's really pretty cool. And you don't have to tell everyone, hey, I'm being mindful right now, everybody. <laughs> but you just do it. And then you may say some things like, oh, look at that cloud. Like, this was fun. I know we only had the sweatshirt, but this actually was fun. And you and mm-hmm. your boyfriend will probably talk about that next year and yeah. say, like, why don't we just brought the sweatshirt? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> the fireworks went off or whatever it was. So mm-hmm. great example. And that's exactly what mindfulness is. Yeah. And I almost felt myself in a really deep meditative state with my eyes open. That was why I was like, this has never happened to me before. I started seeing different objects, almost like little feathers coming down from the sky. It was really magical almost. So yeah, you know, I call that an aha moment. And I tell everybody that I work with, I say, when you have those aha moments, somehow note it in your brain or write it down because you can make that an aha lifestyle or aha, this is what I do instead of a moment. Because whatever it was you were doing, focusing, you obviously enjoyed it. It was a great experience. So you don't have to go around every day doing it. You're like, I'm going to do this again. But remember that, hold on to it so that you can pay attention next time and feel those feelings again. Yes. So I would love for you to share some mindfulness exercises, maybe just maybe two or three that you think are really impactful. So definitely rain, what I already mentioned, that's a big one that I would recommend. I would say in addition to doing the gratitude journal, if you wanted to do a gratitude walk, that is something that is easy to do. I know that it's hard to put our phones away. Sometimes maybe you could leave it at home, but if you feel like, ah, this is gonna cause me anxiety, Put the phone in your pocket, you know, wherever you can put it so you're not scrolling and looking at it. It's so tempting. Myself, especially as a small business owner, I'm like, oh, did I miss a message? But put it away for a little while and take a gratitude walk. And a gratitude walk is simply letting yourself, someone said to me, it's very woo-woo, but I kind of can connect with it. Let your feet kiss the earth as you're moving along. Feel yourself taking those steps listen to the sounds, feel the breeze, whatever it is. If it's a warm day, if it's a cold day, pay attention to that, you know, as the seasons are changing. I'm on the East Coast, so I get to experience all of those different seasons. But whatever it is that's going on around you, like I mentioned that awesome gentleman I saw this morning, say hello, be in the moment. But a gratitude walk is simply that, just being grateful and walking. So you're getting exercise too, which is a bonus, but Paying attention to everything around you is really all you have to do there. Another exercise I would say is that you could create a morning affirmation that is related to what you're grateful for. I have some clients who do a new one every morning. I have other women who have one that they love and they say it every single day. I can tell you for myself that for business, I have affirmations and I have them written on the board in my office. I say them when I'm in the shower. I say them when I'm driving. And these are, I'll just give you an example. So I am a super attractor of my dream clients. And I am really grateful for every woman that allows me to be a part of her journey. So that gratitude is in that affirmation that I say every morning. And literally, I'm not yelling it to people, but I am repeating it as I'm driving. I'm in the shower. I'm saying it. I look at my board and I read it because I really feel that I attract women that are meant to work with me. And then I'm so grateful 
that I get to do this every single day with these women. I mean, it's, I was an educator for 20 years and I felt that was my purpose while I was there. Someone said to me when I left, I guess it wasn't your purpose. And it, it hit me to the core because it was my purpose when I was there, but I had to let go of that and realize I have a new purpose now. So that that's another exercise you could do morning affirmation and keep it short and sweet, be specific, but make sure that you keep it on repeat. And I'm going to warn you, if you try that one, the imposter syndrome is real. And when you first start saying these things to yourself, whatever it is that you're choosing, you may not fully believe it, but keep saying it, write it down in the car while you're driving, whatever, if you want to tell people. Now, if you want to yell it, go ahead, but just know that it takes some time for yourself to believe it. And then you will start showing up like that person. So I would say the gratitude journal, the walk, affirmations, rain is definitely a good one. I'm trying to think if there was one more that I could share that's quick and easy. Honestly, I also listen to a morning meditation. It's from my business coach. And you mentioned it earlier. It talks about abundance and overflowing with gratitude, really. And that I have the words, you know, they're there. It's just very motivational. So if you like someone like that, you can find a morning or evening, whatever works best for you. Listening to that from someone else can also be powerful. So I think if you steal some of those ideas, whoever your listeners are, the same tool is not going to be perfect for every single person which is fine. So you have to pick and choose and see which one works for you. Maybe try it for, I don't know, give it two weeks, each of these things and see how it goes. And then you have this tool now, pull it out of your toolbox and use it whenever and however often you feel right. Yes. Well, thank you so much for sharing those amazing tools. My final question is, what advice would you give to a listener who may default into dissociation and may tend to avoid the present moment? Oh, yeah. This is something that I think comes up a lot because maybe you don't want to really pay attention to some of the things that are going on in your world because they can be difficult. And what I would say is that you should probably work with someone to guide you. Far too often, we think that we can do everything on our own. And in some cases, you can. And over time, you will be able to do things on your own. But if you are in a state of avoidance, but you want to make a change and you are ready to make a change and you you have those thoughts going through your head that I need to do something, reach out to someone who has either journeyed this path before, a coach who can guide you, you know, get involved in an accountability group, something that would help you to stay on track so that you do this for yourself because you do deserve to be the happiest and healthiest version of yourself. So I would say definitely allow people to help you, but find the right fit. I meet with people sometimes and it's just not a good fit. You had mentioned something earlier about an instant gratification. You know, people want results right away. I personally do not sell a magic pill and I am always leery of people who say they do, but find a good fit for you because 
you'll you'll feel a vibe there that will help you and keep it real for you and say, you know, you're avoiding this. You want this, but you're doing this, that, or the other thing. I'm, I love you, but you need to get back on the path. If someone is showing up like that, that's, that's what I would recommend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seeking out support is so important. And that feeling of or just that knowing that you're not alone through it. Mm-hmm. And there are mm-hmm. people who are willing to help and yes. and want to see you, yeah, live out your full potential. So Absolutely. Now, where can listeners connect with you, Kate? Sure. So there's a lot of different ways to hang out with me, but I am on Instagram. My handle is health underscore coach underscore Danu. Danu is the company I own. It's spelled D-A-N-U. She's an Irish goddess. So I pop some positivity on there. If you end up coming over and seeing some of the reels that I'm putting on, I listen to some quotes that other women are putting up and I just really, you know, take it all in and be mindful. I put some tips up there. Be sure to tell me if you come there or from Facebook, it's Danu LLC. Either place, if you happen to see me on social media or in an event or wherever in the world, and you say, you know, I heard you talk to Victoria. Make sure you tell me that because when someone makes that connection with me, I automatically get that vibe of, oh, yes, I love talking with her or she does this or that. And I just really thought it was so cool. So if you like Victoria and you're listening to her podcast and different things that she does and you find me through there, be sure to tell me because I always like to make a connection I don't need it per se, but I like it. So make sure you tell me that. I have a website too. So you can go to shop.danunow.com. And on there, you'll find some more stuff about what I do. And if you have any questions, I'd be happy to answer them in any of those places. Well, thank you for sharing. And I'll definitely, definitely leave all of your links on the show notes so that they can go find you quickly. Now, my last question that I asked my guests, and it's pretty much a signature question at the end of every episode. And it is, Mm -hmm. what does it mean to blissfully bloom? I love this. I absolutely love this. So I would say that to blissfully bloom means that you are growing. You might not be there yet, but you are experiencing that growth and you are happy as you're going through. You're content. You're being mindful, really. All of the things that we were talking about today as you go through that process of growth and it's always happening. There's not necessarily, I got there and I'm done situation, but you are constantly blooming and experiencing new things. And that's amazing. Enjoy the journey You know, the blissful part just reminds me of happiness and thinking of flowers and just seeing them bloom and like different phases that they go through. That's really what I visualized when I saw the name of what you do. And I hope that everyone who is involved in that journey embraces it, slows down to enjoy it, and then celebrate it with everyone because it's it's amazing. It's an amazing transformation. Yes, I love it. Thank you so much for sharing. And thank you for being on the show. I'm just so grateful for you, Kate, for sharing your wisdom and your time and energy with with us today. So thank you. Thank you. Much gratitude for having me. You'll be in my journal tomorrow morning. (laughs) I love the chat. So thank you so much. Yes, thank you. 
I want to send my gratitude to Kate for coming on the show today. I hope you learned a lot today. I sure have, and I feel so inspired to continue this practice of really showing up for myself and embodying the feeling of gratitude. As always, I love to share my key takeaway from every guest that I have on the show. And today's key takeaway I want to share is that gratitude and mindfulness is actually intertwined. I know that in the beginning of the episode, I was telling Kate, okay, we're going to talk about mindfulness right now. And then later on, I'm going to ask you some questions about gratitude, or it might have been reversed, but you get the point. Actually, when you are being grateful and finding things that you are grateful for, that is an act of mindfulness because you're slowing down, you're pausing, you're reflecting, you're being in the moment and you're catching and noticing things that are there that you appreciate. And that is actually an act and a form of mindfulness in itself. So I highly, highly suggest for you to try this out even just right now where you are at. It could even be seated in a car, right? Because you can do this with your eyes open. Pick two to three, maybe even five things that you are grateful for right here, right now. Choose some things that are right there in front of you and then maybe think about some things that have happened in the past or you are working towards and yeah, send your gratitude, send your thanks and appreciation to those things. And you will be surprised by the effect it has on you and the body sensations that arise. Take note and really be that observer of what happens. Stay curious throughout the process because the more often that you practice this and you are willing to choose things and notice things in your environment, then you're going to just naturally do that. You know, it's not going to feel forced. It's not going to feel like, oh, this is something I have to do. It's going to be something that you're going to say, I get to do this, not I should do this. And even that statement, I get to, that is almost like saying, I am blessed. I get to do this. I am alive today and I am able to notice things that I am grateful for. And that is a blessing in itself of actually being able to do a gratitude practice. So I hope that y'all got a lot from this episode today. And as always, I would love to know your key takeaways. So if you screenshot the episode post it on your story and make sure to write a text of your takeaway or your insight or just any thoughts or ideas you had during the show and tag me on your Instagram at blissfully.bloom and yeah I would even probably share it on my stories if you do that give you a little shout out (laughs) and always make sure to leave a review and subscribe to the podcast so that you never miss an episode. If you haven't rated it already, make sure to do that as well. And 
I can't believe I never even mentioned this before in my episodes, but make sure to follow the podcast Instagram at blissfully.bloom. I really just mix my podcast content and my coaching business content all in one on there because my coaching business is called Blissfully Bloom. Connect with me on there, send me a message, and I will respond to you. I love making friendships and connections on Instagram. Don't be shy. Just do it. Just do it. Slide into my DMs. Be my friend. (laughs) Okay, so thank y'all for listening, and I will catch y'all on the next episode. Bye!